You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants. I am Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and I will be your host for today. Usual co-host Pat Trina is off today, leaving me to uh, to my own devices. Scary, I know, but uh, today we have a little something special for you. Uh, our show today will focus on fourth-round draft pick Kyle Lawletta, the uh, quarterback from Richmond. And today we will play for you an interview that I was fortunate enough to do with Richmond Offensive Coordinator Jeff Durden. So without further ado, let's get right to that now. So let me ask you first off, um, what's your first thought about what the Giants are getting in uh, in Kyle Lalletta? Better than advertised. Better than advertised? Yeah, he's, he's better than what people know. You know, I thought, because I thought there was some thought in the draft process, there was some thought that he might go as early as the second round. Yeah. I think that's really hard for people to, you know, justify. You know, I think that what you, (laughs) you are what you are. The guys at SDS is product, and it's really hard for those guys to spend, regardless of what he did. You know, if Kyle doesn't get in that um, uh, senior bowl, Mm -hmm. he probably doesn't go in the fourth round. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Bill Savage deserves all the credit for that guy going in in, in Kyle. Getting him in that game and performing. You know, I I really do think that's what put him over the top. And it was, and it was, it was Phil Savage that pushed to get him in there? Yes, sir. As far as I know, that's Mm -hmm. happened. Came to our practice, really liked what he saw. Yeah, you gotta you gotta trust your eyes. All these scouts, well, you know, they walk onto FCS campus, and they, I'm sure some of them are like, "Well, this this is not going to be good." You predetermine the outcome, and you write up your report to justify it. But you can't. I mean, when you come and you watch and, and you see the spin rate on the ball and the accuracy, it's just it's just a good player, man. You know. um, I wanted to ask you. It's hard to it's hard to define. I was reading a New York Post writer talk to the Albany coach about some of the games you know that that Kyle played against Albany over the years, and 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 the Albany coach basically said, I don't know what the what it really is, but whatever it is, the Loletta you know Loletta has it. I mean, do you 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 agree with that and? and and can you put your finger on on what that it factor really is? Well, you know, a lot of people talk about the leadership aspect of it, and I wasn't here long enough to watch that. You know, I didn't, I didn't see his teammates gravitate to him. I saw him go into the huddle and command uh, respect. You know, that that's what I got to witness. So, um, and I got to see that this fall for the first time. He was out the entire spring. So he learned the offense while rehabbing. So, so whatever that, the discipline maybe probably is what separates him from a lot of guys. Doing what you 
can or doing what you have to do as good as you can all the time. So that's what discipline is to me. And that's what Kyle does different. He he just does it all the time. He does it in individual. He did it seven on seven. He pretended he was in the game. <laughs> so that takes a tremendous amount of focus and, and that's you know, it's even he had his moments, you know, if, if I were to show him his his top ten somebody said that the other day, said I didn't look at all his good plays, I looked at his bad plays. We didn't have near as many bad plays as a lot of times, you know. Mm-hmm. But he'd be the first one to, yeah, I remember that fourth down play at Delaware. You know, he just, you got it, guys. Uh, yeah, 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 Greg Catuso's right. I've been knowing him forever, too. And he's, that's, that's pretty good. He's got it. And I think it is probably more for me, yeah, the, the discipline, the, he can do it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, you, uh, you let's talk about, you know, he studied leadership. Um, and, you know, you, you talked about it a little bit, you know, just about, you know, how does a guy like that, how does he display leadership? And you said he kind of commands respect. Is that just something that, uh, that seems to come natural to him? I think so. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's in his blood and, and he, uh, puts, you, you put kids in those situations and, mm-hmm. and he wasn't afraid of the, the pressure and mm-hmm. the, the light and, Two or three weeks ago, I had the the opportunity to speak with him. Uh, you know, did a a story on him. You know, for Big Blue View during our our pre draft stuff, and we talked about all the changes that he went through at Richmond. You know, I, he's three different offenses, four different offensive coordinators. You know, you being the fourth. You know, how difficult is that? You know, for a guy, you know, who's a quarterback who's trying to run the show. Oh, it's hard. So, so the the, the other thing that I'll tell you is, you know, what was foreign to him is we. It's hard to go fast and huddle. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. You know. So, so now in the play calls were unbelievably long. His the coordinator for me, the guy. I mean. I love the guy, John Garrett. His brother is Jason Garrett at the Cowboys. Well, he knows pro football. And pro football, what I know about it is they tell everybody what to do so there's 100% accountability. For instance, H, net, right, flick, 68 bubbles, you go Y under, check with me on two, ready breaks. You know, those are some of the play calls. Well, I run the same play call at Jungle. True. You know, so... <laughs> Mm-hmm. What Kyle had to learn to do for me 
for us was to process information quicker. You know, that mm-hmm. that's what I see. You know, I saw him speed in because mm-hmm. he had to. Made I made him we made him play faster and he had to be a quick decision maker and post is there, throw the post, you know. And I think that's he got coached differently here. I'm not a progression guy. We're not not gonna go one to two to three. I couldn't protect him. You know, we weren't very good up front. We inherited some problems up front, but mm-hmm. we, we kept tight ends in, and we we gave him an action on every play and a reaction. And that's man, he 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 he, he bought in. You know, mm-hmm. so he's, he's, anybody can do that. You know, it'd be like taking a the total opposite would be taking these spread guys and now putting them in a NFL system. They struggle. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy has done both. You know, I've seen him be successful doing both. So, and my guess is that that all of that change and all of the things he's been exposed to should serve him pretty well. I think so. You know, it makes you. You know, a, a very good quality I think is flexibility. Mm-hmm. Well, people that hang in in certain situations for a long time, it's not because they draw a line and say. It's because they're flexible and they learn how to work with people. And it's more of a pragmatic approach. And I think that's what Valletta, that's one of the things that he gives you that nobody, none of them other guys are going to have, I don't think. But we'll see. <laughs> you know, you you know, you know, had no real exposure to him, obviously, prior to, to this year. You know, when I talked to him, he talked about the fact that that you know nobody really thought that he would wind up being you know an NFL quarterback. He talks about I've seen videos where he talks about you know I wasn't supposed to be here. Um, you know, and you talked about the whole FCS thing. I mean, was there a point in time with him, you know, where you knew, you know, that that this kid could go to the next level? I will always just keep, and I think I'll tell you that. I, and maybe he thought I was both. He was a pro. You know, I, I, when I got interviewed at the Richmond Times Dispatch by John O'Connor, I mean, he, he, the guy can be a pro. Um, so you knew before you even started so to coach him? He ended up with the Giants as a fullback. Jacob mm-hmm. Huseman, he was the three-time Southern Conference Player of the Year. He was a runner that could throw. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what good looks like, and Kyle is good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it was. I tell you what, was I? What I? I couldn't wait to see him in the fall. You know. You know when I knew Sam Houston, the first game we coached. You know, mm-hmm. I'd seen it in camp, and I'm like, wow, this guy. He, he his brain is fast. He's speed. He's, that game was really speeded up for us. And and, and, and he, he. That was when I. I was like, yeah, we could. He is a pro. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So you pretty much knew as soon as you saw him. You know, play in, in a live game. Live and in color, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, Sam Houston was one of the better teams at that level. Oh, yeah. I, I think they're probably the number one team coming out of the, or JMU and then the, um, yeah, close. They're really good. Really good up front. Just presented a lot of problems for us. I'd played them the year before at Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Felt like we had a better chance to win, you know, because of our quarterback mm-hmm. uh, this year. That was my last game at Chattanooga, my first game at Richmond. Okay. And you, uh, you know, the one, the one 
criticism you know that, that people seem to have of Kyle that they talk about is it is arm strength and some people say it's mediocre some people say you know it's you know it's it's not as good as maybe some of the other guys you know it's definitely not Josh Allen do you see any of that as an issue for him in the NFL not as long as he stays healthy you know because if one thing he's got tremendous anticipation so so the one thing that I am in awe of to this day is the stand behind him and scale our team period and he can see it he's a great anticipator mm-hmm. and when you when you do that it really doesn't matter the ball is going to be right there it might have come out a little bit earlier. is that a bad thing I don't think so no, I don't, that does not concern me one bit. And I know what they're going to do. The kid's going to gain 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to be a grown man. He's taller. He's much like bigger than he looks, but he's high hipped. He looks like a string bean, mm-hmm. you know, kind of. But, but they'll put some weight on him. And, and his mechanics are pretty flawless. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw the ball with his arms. He throws it with his hips, you know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see that being a problem. He's gonna find out, you know, where where we get, and that's where the ball's gonna go. He might just get it out a little bit quicker than everybody else, and I'm sure the line comes will complain about that. <laughs> no, I know that uh, with the Giants over the last couple of years, that's been one thing that that uh, that Eli has been really good at is getting the ball out quickly. Sure, he's kind of had to. Um, you know, Kyle also talked about, you know, being in a situation like, you know, with the Giants, he'll be in a situation where he can learn for a year, you know, or, or whatever, you know, from a veteran quarterback like, like Eli Manning. How much of an advantage is that, do you think, you know, for a young guy like Kyle, you know, to have a, a guy in front of him who's not only a veteran quarterback, but a guy who's been a really successful one? Oh, it'll, it'll be invaluable, I think. If in any quarterback coach in the country would love for a guy to be a student for a while and learn from somebody else's mistakes, that's that's the best kind of learning, I guess. But, uh, or, or see how to do it. I think that'll be really hard for Kyle. You know, he's going from playing in every game and getting all the reps in practice, and his approach to that is what is going to be hard. He's gonna to want to get in there and show him, you know, what what he can do. But so, mm-hmm. so he's got to change his mentality and and, and enough. He'll, he'll he'll fall into his role, but I guarantee you, he struggles with that because you know, he is a competitor and he'll want to get out there as soon as he can. So, but if that 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 uh, that process, that's the way to go, man. I mean, we I try to do that in recruiting here. I get a junior quarterback. I want to sign one, red shirt him, let him watch. And he'll be ready to go after he backs up for a year. Yeah. In the end, let me ask you this, and I think I'm I think I'm kind of setting you up here. You know, there was a lot of uh, talk with the Giants that they, re- you know, with Eli being 37, um, there was a lot of talk that they needed to take a quarterback second overall. Um, in the end, with Kyle Lawletta, a year from now, two years from now. Um, as he develops, and you know he's got competition from Davis Webb as well. 
I mean, in the end, do you think the Giants will be happy that they waited, you know, and took Saquon Barkley at number two and waited and got Kyle later on? Whatever I know about it, you know, I thought the, I think they ended up better than the Browns because they could have taken Saquon Barkley and had one of the four big dogs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, the thing with Kyle is they they did they they, they were really smart. You know, they, I'm glad. I, I'm surprised they waited a little bit because I thought again, you know, he might be probably not in front of Lamar Jackson, but a better fit before, before the Giants mm-hmm. because of the offense. And I don't know what they'll become, you know, with their changes and all, but. Uh, I think that's pretty smart by somebody over there. Do you know Pat Shermer at all? I don't. You know, no. I know of him. Mm-hmm. You're great things. Uh, mm-hmm. And then my buddy, Preef, I think, coached with the Vikings for a while. Is that where he came from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he thought he speak. I got some friends that know him and have worked for him, and they're like quality dudes. So. Yeah. So can you tell me, I mean, just real quickly before I let you go, Something about Kyle that we might not know, or or a quick story, you know, maybe something you saw from him this year that that Giants fans might appreciate. Uh, oh, he's just a character, you know. Uh, I'm got a little bit of a southern accent, and and kind of different up here, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of stick out, and every now and then, if I were if I. If I walk into an offensive meeting, you know, before a game on Friday night or something, um, he would he he he'd assume the role of Coach Durden, and he's pretty good impersonator. <laughs> so he'd tell the guys, you know, like he was coaching. It's pretty hilarious. But no, nah, he's a he's got a he's got a little streak in him. He's a little bit of a not a class clown, but he's a he's a jokester. Really good impersonator. I'm gonna have. To, um, I'm, I'm trying gonna... to think of anything else. You know, Kyle's, and that's out of character because he is all ball. He's all. Mm-hmm. He, this fall, he was only in one class. Mm-hmm. The thing where he got, so he was able to. He was one of the coaches the whole time. You mm-hmm. know, he's over there with us. He had to kick him out. Wow. Nice. So yeah, yeah. So I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask him who he does best impersonation wise. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, hey coach, I really appreciate your uh, your taking uh, a little bit of time out of your morning, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to talking to Kyle and seeing him on the field. All right, thanks, thanks for uh, including us. Go G All right, thank you. Bye bye. If you or a loved one lived, worked, or visited Lower Manhattan in the months after the 9-11 attacks and have been diagnosed with cancer, federal benefits and health care may be available. Attorney Eddie Markowitz has helped many families recover substantial benefits from the September 11 Victims' Compensation Fund. The James Zadroga Health and Compensation Act has been extended, but time is limited. Attorney Markowitz is proud to serve as counsel to the Zadroga family. Let him help you too. These benefits are not just for rescue workers, but for anyone who qualifies. The fund covers many cancers, including prostate, skin, lung, and breast. Please call 1-833-LAW-HELP. That's 1-833-LAW-HELP. 
to see if you qualify. Our thanks to Coach Durden for his time and for his fantastic insight in regards to Kyle Lawletta. Please remember, Giants fans, the team's rookie minicamp is coming up next week, May 11 and May 12, our first chance to see the newest Giants on the field. We obviously look forward to that. With that said, Giants fans, we will call it a show for today. We thank you for listening. Please remember to check out my work at Big Blue View, Patty's work at Inside Football, The Athletic, Forbes, and other places. All right, Giants fans, thanks and bye-bye now.